0: Welcome to Reactive. Uh, I am here with Henning. Hello. How goes <laughs> and it? And I'm <laughs> and I'm Raquel. Uh, and and Khalil is un, unable to join us. Uh, how goes it? How goes it? That is such an excellent, interesting question. Uh, so the I'm twitters have been a, a cra- flutter. A crazy week for
1: you too, right? In that case.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of in terms of like me personally, not actually that busy. Mm-hmm. Um so I am out next week because I'm going to New Zealand. Oh. So yeah. Right. So just heads up everyone. You're gonna be yeah. in Wellington at the end of next week. Uh I'm speaking at nz.js. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be super fun and I'm really excited because I get to drag my husband along as well. Oh, and nice. he's never been to Oceania, mm-hmm. so like he has no idea what he's in for, for, like, the flight. The, the flight,
1: I was just going to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, the good news is we're flying from San Francisco, right? So it's like a, mm-hmm. it's a 12-hour flight from San Francisco to Auckland. And then it's like, I don't know, like a little puddle jumper from, uh, from Auckland to Wellington. But for me, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's funny because, like, for me, 12 hours is nothing now. That's I, actually after- not so bad.
1: I thought it would it's be not. more. But yeah.
0: Yeah, it's actually not too terrible, uh, but he he hasn't ever really been on a flight longer than, like, nine or ten hours, so he's just like, yeah.
1: oh, my God, those
0: two hours are so much more. What am I going to do? And I was like, it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, try doing that with
1: little kids. Ha <laughs> ha.
0: Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He will He
1: will enjoy it then if he puts – just try thinking about that, so he'll be fine. Yeah,
0: well, I mean <laughs> – Last weekend, or two weekends ago, we, uh, we were in a cabin in Tahoe with seven children under the age of eight. <laughs> I'm never procreating, ever, ever. I'm just, no thanks. All the more power to, to all the people who like children and uh, have children and want children. Like Y'all can do that. That is great for you, but not for me.
1: <laughs> yeah so it's just letting it out <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> I know what you mean
0: oh but how are things on your end very good um
1: yeah lots of things going on so uh one sort of personal thing it's kind of interesting is I'm teaching or we having our kids learn how to swim the little ones And so the little little one is like 14 months old, and they're teaching them not really to swim, just to to float. And it is is remarkable. That just I remember that when you you know said kids and stuff because the the swim instructor is like gets my middle daughter like 10 minutes a day and is like exhausted afterwards. I'm like, (laughs) that's no, that's nothing. But uh, but either either way, it it is it is pretty cool how. how quick kids can learn to float on their back and get themselves on their back. And, um, I don't know, just, uh, something, an interesting tidbit. If you live in a place with lots of water, uh, do that. <laughs> teach your kids to float. <laughs> so,
0: I, uh, yeah. I tried, I tried teaching my dog to swim oh, a couple yeah? years ago. You yeah. Teach that was... dog? They
1: don't know that on their own.
0: Well, I think, I think most dogs, if you, if you, if you like, you dump them into a into like a shallow pond uh, or like a little kiddie pool. When they're mm-hmm. puppies, they can figure it out pretty easily. But my dog was eight or seven, and uh, no, she was seven at the time, and she never. So she'd it's the same as with humans, though. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like they can figure it out, uh, but she was just like, I mean, her breed is is a is a water breed, so mm-hmm. she should be able to <clears throat> swim. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> but it was really entertaining yeah. uh, teaching my dog to swim. <laughs> yeah.
1: So anyway, anyway. Well, other than that, I don't know. Um, there was a lot of uh, yeah disturbances on the web. Oh God. Um, yeah. So the first one I think was was last week. That I think that was pretty much right after the or it came out right after the last show. <clears throat> Basically, Cloud f- Flare had a uh, had a few bad days. Um, yeah. Wow. So. I guess I read the the blog post that they put out, and I thought it was pretty cool. and And I think this is really the only way for a company to handle this is to basically come out and say, "This is what happened," you know, "This is what mm-hmm. we're doing about it," and we're sorry. Um, we're taking measures not to do it again. To try to hide anything like that is like makes no sense. But anyway, okay. I, I guess on the, on a lower level, and I didn't read the 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 really nitty gritty details. They they were mm-hmm. outlined, I guess. But what happened is it's this classic buffer overrun um, problem where their parser, I believe, was reading memory um, that I wasn't supposed to, which contained um, private information that um, they have and basically served that up as cached data um, every so often. This didn't happen <laughs> all the time. But yeah, so they said um, basically like one in 3.3 million requests that happened. But in addition to all that, of course, now Google is and all the other search engines are are caching this as well or indexing it and mm-hmm. that's not very good. So Mm-mm. what they had to do <laughs> is yeah and, and, and so the data was like things like http cookies, authentication tokens, http post bodies and other sensitive data. So all this stuff that you really don't want, you know, people to have or see. Um that's why you use um, SSL and things like that. So what they had to do is they had to go and partner with, or, you know, basically contacts Google and all the other search engines to help them basically scrub this data from their systems. And um, as sort of the aftermath, I got a bunch of emails from services that I use that started, um, you know, announcing that they are going to cycle or, re- I guess, invalidate is the word I'm looking for, invalidate their passwords and that... Um, you know, that you will be required to change your password because they were using Cloudflare and there's a potential that your password is out in the open, like Mm -hmm. unencrypted, out in the open, open. Um, But um, And then there was things like, which I I found really cool, is uh, 1Password sent out a newsletter. And um, uh, I think they've had this for quite a while, but they sort of reiterated, hey, folks, we have this, this feature that you can turn on um, that's called Watchtower. And I did not know Mm. about this, but I Mm. guess what it does is they keep track of all this craziness on the web and all these security vulnerabilities and identify which of your 1Password accounts might be compromised. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: basically when you turn this on, when you turn this Watchtower feature on, it gives you a list of all of your accounts Because it knows, you know, what web properties have had problems and suggests to you to change your password. So in my case, this was 92 passwords that I was supposed to change. Um, so that was, I think that's, I mean, that's a really nice feature to have. And, uh, just yeah, one definitely. More, one more reason I think One Password really cool product. Um, I think I've said that about a million times. You can send us mm-hmm. money. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> we might start sponsoring <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> no, um. But anyway, so that that's what happened with Cloudflare, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, so lots of, a lot of people were affected. I don't know if if anything like that happened with npm or related services.
0: Um, no, well, so like the good news about. Uh, about NPM and the the uh Cloud Bleed incident, which is what some people are calling <laughs> that's it. what it's uh, called. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um was that uh we don't use anything on Cloudflare right now. Mm-hmm. So okay. like we were not even remotely affected. However um Yarn uses Cloudflare for some things. Uh. And so uh some people like there were there was the possibility of some tokens being um maybe you know, affected or or something like that. But yarn put out a statement where they were like, no, nothing's been affected. So, um, I, I think, I don't think any NPM users or people who, who at least, you know, use certainly if you just use NPM CLI, you're not affected at all by this. Um, if you use yarn to talk to the NPM registry, I also don't believe you're affected by this, but, um, Uh, Reading up on on yarn statement might be a good idea. Anyway, just just in case Um, So yeah, but then so that that happened late last week Mm -hmm. and then yesterday there was a bit of a an AWS S3 outage as well. I don't have all the details of what happened or why it happened, but um, Certainly at NPM uh, It was a really nice feeling For us, because uh, I believe it was US1 East that went down. Yeah. We don't have anything on US1 East. We were totally fine. Uh, Our users had no problems accessing the registry, our website, and all that good stuff. So we were not affected by that at all. However, I was totally affected. uh, (laughs) Because I used Trello for Ah, (laughs) uh, my mind map for just like... Like, for keeping track of all my reports and, like, what everybody's working on and what, what tasks still need to come out. And, like, I cannot keep it all in my head. I just turned 32, which obviously means that my brain is degrading. Uh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. that's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. We're not all degrading. Right. Um <laughs> You,
1: you, you uh, dropped out there for a sec, so I didn't hear what oh, you said. But, um.
0: Oh, sorry. Um, never mind then. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: No, just so you're not, I, I didn't laugh at your joke because I didn't hear it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so Trello was down. And then uh, some of my fellow managers and I, like, uh, there are three of us in middle management and NPM right now. And we, we recognize that we need to, like, project management is a really important skill, And it's definitely a skill. It's something that people do as a full-time job. And when you're at a small company, like you can't always afford to have project managers. We certainly don't have one yet. Uh, I think I'm slowly convincing Isaac that eventually we will need one. Uh, But until then, we have to do project management as engineering managers or or whatever. Um, And so understanding how that works and all that stuff is always good. So we've been doing this free Coursera project management for beginners class. And unfortunately Coursera was also down yesterday uh, because <laughs> of this S3 thing. So my whole day was completely thrown off guard. Um, so we did also do like a little uh, war game in internally to talk about, okay, so we weren't affected by this one, but what if there was a cascading failure and it affected other, other regions? Uh, what if it goes down in one of our major regions? What do we do? How do we fall back? How do we, uh, or how do we like? What's our what's our failover plan and all of that stuff? So it was actually really it was a good thought exercise for us, um, and we will be implementing more things to make our our infrastructure stronger and better. And um, so I'm I'm looking forward to all of that, and and I think it was a, a good opportunity, but at the same time it really sucks for. All of the the folks who had to deal with all of these things. So massive hug ups to everyone who was yeah.
1: It was it was 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 affecting lots and lots of things. So so our work uh, Mm -hmm. yesterday was definitely impacted as well. I mean, how Mm -hmm. long was it then was it all down for? Sort of it happened.
0: Uh, Was it this
1: morning or yesterday? No,
0: it was it was yesterday. Yesterday,
1: yeah. Everything's bleeding together.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Need more sleep. Um, So I think it was. I want to say it was probably about a six-hour outage. Yeah, that's Because I remember severe. starting the day and then seeing some notifications about it probably an hour into the start of my day. And then around two in the afternoon is when things started to clear up. Uh, no, it started... Okay, so... Actually, I think it was probably like a three, maybe four-hour outage tops. Mm-hmm. So not that long. But, I mean, three or four hours for a lot of people is too many hours. Yeah. Um, so that was Crazy. too bad yeah yeah, womp, womp. yeah, yeah. Womp, but womp. i
1: saw a really um encouraging fun happy tweet come out of uh, npm there's oh, a, yeah. a number of packages have been delivered with an insane amount of zeros
0: a <laughs> <laughs> hundred billion packages oh my god have been delivered to people in the last uh three years which is how long we've been keeping track so that's amazing. NPM itself has been around much longer than just three years, like the, the project. But the company's only been around for the last three, and we've been keeping track over the last three. And 100 billion packages delivered. With a B. To, yeah. Yes. Yes, Crazy. with a B. That's Crazy. 10 to the 11. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One times 10 to the 11. It's just, it's huge, right? It's like, what? Yeah. So, I mean, and what's really funny is that half of them, Half of those downloads happened in the last year. So it's just exponential. It's yeah. unreal. Amazing. So, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs>
1: yes. What else? So um, Khalil requested that we talk about goat facts. How about okay. we that real quick?
0: Yeah, well. Right in
1: the middle of everything.
0: Goats are super interesting, it turns out. I didn't realize how interesting they were, but they are super interesting. Uh, for example, did you know, uh, that, uh, each kid, which is a a baby goat, right? So, so just like humans, goats have kids, but they're just actually baby goats, not baby humans. Anyway. Um, so baby goats, uh, each baby goat has a unique call and along with its scent, that is how its mother recognizes it from birth, not by sight. So, Goats do not discern their different kids based on what they look like. They, it's based on how they sound and smell. But that was really interesting because it's that like is
1: interesting. Because in yeah, the emperor penguins, it's the other way around. The kids recognize the parents, I think, by their call, or the mates mm. do. I can't remember. But mm. wow, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're um, also uh, one of the or the first animal tamed by humans about nine thousand years ago.
0: Yeah, mm, crazy. <laughs> and did you know that goats can be taught their name and to come when called like oh, they're wow. trainable like dogs I did not <laughs> except know that, my dog though. doesn't know his name so he doesn't come <laughs> when called um yeah. also goats like to burp <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: uh, they uh, I don't know from personal experience, goats smell pretty bad in my opinion um. <laughs> And the, the well, it's because you're not from, a goat
0: mother. Yeah, so that's why. yeah, I
1: guess. But the, the <laughs> cheese from goats—I had some like authentic, real, fresh, or you know, uh, mm. goat cheese in Italy, and uh, oh my gosh, it was—I'm not—I um, guess you know, it depends on your taste, but I cannot handle mm. that. That was like something <laughs> exploded in my mouth. It was crazy. Oh, <laughs>
0: that was
1: insane. I like so it was some... like the, the goat smell yeah. times a hundred. That's oh what it wow! it like yeah it was like oh my gosh crazy i'm
0: not a huge i'm not a huge cheese person but they're like i like regular like chef which is like a, a nice soft goat cheese and also um, mm-hmm. uh, uh what's the one in greek feta so i like feta and i like chef and i i but uh-huh. i don't like most other goat cheeses <clears throat> i don't know yeah anyway um, anyway,
1: one, one other positive thing, sorry, to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> is um. So goats are uh, herd animals, and they become depressed if they're kept away from other companions. That I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. don't like to be alone at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. So you really shouldn't have only one as a pet. If you're going to yeah. have a pet goat, make sure you have two. At least. Like cat. Yeah, yep. yeah at least. Right. Because, yeah. you know, they they need family and friends and stuff. But-
1: they're really good climbers too. So that's mm-hmm. um, when you like. We have a I don't know. Goats are like a really big thing in in uh, like little petting zoos uh, mm-hmm. in, in in Europe at least. And they always have these you know fallen down trees and stuff. And they're always in these impossible places up there. <laughs> like, how did uh-huh. they do that? It's like they have hooves. How can they climb up there? But they I don't do. Know. So it's amazing. I don't know. It's yeah, it's they pretty climb cool. Trees, yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought uh, the most interesting fact that I have on here, though, that I really, really thought was cool is that uh, counter to the dominant stereotype about goats being willing to eat anything, they're actually very picky eaters. Hmm. They have very sensitive lips, which they use to mouth things in search of clean and tasty food. They will often refuse to eat hay that has been walked on or lying around loose for a day. (laughs) So like they're little divas, those things. You think, oh, well, they'll eat anything. No, 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 no. Yeah. They are very picky. So
1: interesting, aha, I did not know that
0: and there concludes <clears throat> our goat facts for the day. There you go uh. <laughs> Hope
1: you're happy Khalil <laughs> oh
0: yeah. goodness um,
1: so um i uh, my wife and i we went to see um a new uh attorney because um so after we had our first son, we had um our will and living will and all these wonderful documents uh, drawn up that people usually don't like to think about or talk about. And um, I think, yeah, Power of Attorney was one of them as well. And now that we have returned back to the U.S. and we have, you know, more kids, more stuff, more complicated, you know, things, we thought we would uh, go ahead and update these. So we found a new law firm here in, uh, in Ocala, and, um, this, this new attorney that we, that we did this with, she was like super, super detailed. I, I really like how she did all this. But one thing that stuck out to me, and this is why I'm talking about this, is that there was a special clause that she had added. Cause when you, when you update your, your documents, you basically, you don't rewrite them. You just amend them. You add more documents to them that change whatever you had originally decided. So if you want to change, um, you know, guardians of your children and stuff like that, you, you, you basically don't touch the original document you amend it <clears throat> and you can add things to it so one of these new clauses was um, dealing specifically with your digital property um, and um, I thought that was really interesting because I, I'd never really given it any thought um, I thought that was just covered under the regular um, you know the verbiage or whatever you want to call it that we already had but it's depending on state probably and country of course um, but um, it is not. So this was like something that uh, explicitly outlined um, who has, you know, whom we give permission to access our accounts. Um, this might not really sound like a, a big deal, I guess, but if you think about all the things that you have and that you have done over the past, you know, whenever, since whenever you've been active on the internet, you have left this trail of information and you know, of course, it's so much. I mean, if you think about Facebook and Twitter and they are like, who the hell would want that, right? Or want to have access to that. But um, what I have found, like, in my family, when, like, the the generation ahead of me has reached retirement age, they have all become extremely interested in history and especially family history. So what they have started to do is, like, these, these fact-finding missions and looking through archives and, you know, finding things from here and there. And then, of course, scanning um, all, you know, photo albums and things like that and creating um, a comprehensive sort of database of, um, you know, all of the stuff pertaining to our family. My dad has made books. Um, You know, I mean, you know, I guess when you're retired, he's like the bookmaker now. It's crazy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, with the help of Blurb, you know, he has all these, these, these things he's made, which is really cool. But what I'm getting at is like, you have to, or what I hadn't thought about is like, okay, what happens if, you know, you depart this planet or become incapacitated and somebody maybe wants to or has to get to some of the things that um, are in some sort of cloud service or, you know, whatever. I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking of like, let's say crash plan, all your computers blew up and you, you know, all your digital images and videos and everything from your kids and your entire digital life is now there. And if you do not have specific documents stating that you have permission to access that, that might be lost completely forever. So the, um, that was one thing. So I was impressed that she had, you know, brought this up and brought this to our attention and and basically said, you know, you should do this because, because. And uh, um, then I'm like, okay, great. And then when I left there, I started thinking about, well, how do you do this? Like in a, like a practical sense, right? I mean, you could, so, so basically the document exists now saying that, okay, person XYZ has permission to, Or, you know, legal rights to this account and either close it or, you know, access it. Because I think some accounts you're not even allowed to, by law, to access someone else's account, right? Um, There was some, some, I think, wasn't it Facebook or something? where I can't remember, but somebody accessed their account even with permission and it's supposedly not allowed. And uh, so anyway... How do you go about, you know, contacting, let's say, Google to get in somebody's Gmail account to to get access to that? Right, it's like probably a nightmare. <clears throat> and what if they need to get something out of your email? I don't know. Um, so how do you transfer? First of all, the list of all accounts that are important, <laughs> yeah. and then also the passwords, because if you're if you're a responsible you know, person, you have something like a password manager, and you have ridiculous passwords, and you don't want to have them out in the open. But mm-hmm. you also don't want to say, oh, okay, well, you're my appointed person. So I'm gonna sync my um, encrypted password file to your Dropbox for eternity. And by the way, here's my master password. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really great either, right? So um, yeah, I don't know, I haven't I don't have an answer for this. This is just something that I, I was thinking about, because they, this, again, prompted me to go and look at, you know, the stuff we have and, and mm-hmm. just to try to comb through things. And, I mean, I have, you know, 491 password accounts, like accounts mm-hmm. in 1Password. Not that right. those are all active and stuff. So that, first of all, shows me I need to go and clean stuff up. But <laughs> that's crazy. You know, there's a there's like a lot more things than you would probably think of offhand. And,
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, you know, most people not even organized enough like me to deal with this stuff <laughs> right now. How are oh, you going to you know, make it easy for someone? You know that you're passing this on to. So interesting uh, subject and and complicated. Not easy. I don't know what what the solution is for that. But
0: yeah, uh, well, I mean, I can tell you. I mean, because uh, uh, not everybody may know this, but uh, my mom passed away last year, and having to go through all of her stuff, like she was super organized. She did, she had uh both dashlane and an excel spreadsheet with like all of the different things she had like a special pattern for her passwords and wow. so if you understood the algorithm then you could figure out what the password was and like um now we were really like in a lot of ways i was very lucky because she sat down <clears throat> with me and my sister and was like all right here are all the master passwords for the spreadsheet for this for for dashlane was the passage the password manager that she used for my computer um, and once you have those, it'll unlock all of the other passwords and, um, like here you can keep track of all of these things. And yet even still, there were still things that, uh, I had to find on my own. Right. Like, and like you have to, uh, for some places, like, so Facebook, you can either set somebody else as like your, your person for after you pass. Oh, um, really? huh. yeah. And, uh, and then, so like. For example, I we didn't do this, so but I had my mom's password. So I went in and I like created the I, I went in after she had passed, I went into her Facebook account and set myself as that person. And then afterwards I um I I sent an email or like there's a, a form that you can fill out on Facebook that says, Hi, I'm the person who has access to her account. Here's the obituary so that mm-hmm. you know that I'm not just because like after someone passes, you can't ask them for permission. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it doesn't work yeah. that way. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so, so like going through all of that and being able to say like, okay, yes, you know, this person has passed and I'm going to take over their account or whatever. Uh, then it's, it's a lot easier. But I imagine that the, the benefit of having that in your personal will and stuff uh, actually makes it even easier. Right. Because then it's just like, Hey, look, here's the will. It's been notarized. I am the, you know, person in charge of all of the electronic effects. So, you know, please hand all this over. Um, mm-hmm. So
1: anyway. So so I guess bigger yeah. companies have an have like a an avenue for this, I guess. Yes. Because it's happened yeah. enough times. But oh yeah. yeah. I mean
0: LinkedIn okay. has it too. Um mm-hmm. and Twitter has it. And uh yeah, I mean basically any place that has an online like you have your online presence there um mm-hmm. google plus i think also has it um so it's it's tricky i mean and, and then like go even a, a step further right and it's like what are the bills that you pay
1: exactly that's the <laughs> right thing, like it's because right. yeah. like
0: so many things are done electronically and like i found in my mom's stash of stuff like there were things that uh <clears throat> she had set up to automatically pull from her account via the website like so i don't know uh whatever like netflix um and then there were things that she pushed via mm-hmm. her bank account and then there were things that were like uh like it was some third party that kind of pulls from the bank account and pushes to the service and so like keeping track of all of these things was real hard yeah so uh lesson for all of our listeners Be organized. (laughs) I mean, I was lucky because I I had months of advance notice before my mom's passing, but Mm -hmm. not everybody gets that. Um, So, so yeah, get organized. It's it's no fun for the people that are left behind. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So yeah, that's what I
1: mean by it's, it's it's also a difficult thing to talk about in, in period, but it's especially when you have kids, it's like super important. So Take mm-hmm. those steps and put stuff in place. Um, I don't know. I yeah. I've done that, but I, I feel totally like not organized. After <laughs>
0: what you just said so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need to do that. I need to get yeah. that stuff done. Anyway, yeah. on All a right. more entertaining ish note, uh, Stack Overflow and GitHub have switched their header colors. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, today GitHub changed some other colors. Uh, made things a little bit more bold uh, on, on certain pages. And, and at least at NPM, we've been talking about it. And we're like, what are they doing? Like, black header, what, what's up with that? And somebody pointed out that it's actually really good for accessibility. It's a lot hmm. easier to see the higher contrast. Um, and so it's just, it's just easier for people who um, maybe can't see as well uh, to to discern all of that without necessarily having to resort to other options is that so, their
1: official statement or is that I don't know. Have, okay, this
0: is this is this is what, what we're postulating. But I mean, we talked to our designer and and he was like, "Oh yeah, definitely. Like like uh, bolder colors, stronger contrasts is just better for accessibility." Mm-hmm. So we're thinking maybe that's what it what's up. But maybe somebody from GitHub or Stack Overflow will you know, come out and give a talk or something and explain what happened. Yeah. But uh, I know GitHub is very much a fan of the very tiny, lots of tiny little changes pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. And so that you don't realize like what has changed. Like if if you go all the time, it's the it's lots of tiny changes and it doesn't throw you off as much as like one massive change every once in a while so
1: they didn't sneak this one in by changing just oh so slightly
0: until they arrived at black (laughs) (laughs) no 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 they didn't do that they didn't do that Um, although there is an interesting study at some point when yahoo changed the color of the purple slowly over time oh really um, mostly because they wanted to see how people reacted to it to help kind of determine which purple it should be um so they just did like lots of little changes to the purple just a shade different like every day or every two weeks or something like this was a (laughs) while ago um but yeah i don't know there's it's it's a it's a big question right like how much change do you put onto onto your website over time because we we've thought about that at npm quite a bit um like do you do lots of little changes a little bit at a time or do you do like lots of Big changes all at once, um, or lots of little changes as one big change, or do lots of big changes, or what? And uh, I don't know. Uh, my personal jury is still out. I'm sure that there's like an official. Somebody has done the research on this, but I don't actually know what the research is. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's I like it. I haven't even been on Stack Overflow to see that, but uh, I I did notice it on GitHub for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but i was like okay it's black that's it <laughs> so <laughs> that was about it yeah mm-hmm. speaking of design changes so um we've talked about uh the overcast podcast app op- app quite a bit here on mm-hmm. on the show and uh he did uh, so um marco what's his name marco marco Darn it. Anyway, he did <laughs> he changed uh he came up with quite a bit of uh changes on his app, which I first like like uh, okay, that's weird, but now that I've used it for a week, it's really, really nice. So it just mm-hmm. makes navigation much simpler. I don't know, do you use that app at all?
0: No, I don't. Okay. Um
1: So it used to be, yeah. for example, if you had the list of all the the episodes, you would just by tapping it, it would immediately start playing. And that was sometimes annoying because it had a like a um, like an info um, icon on the very right-hand side, that if you clicked that, it would bring up a pop-up and showed you, for example, the the show notes. Mm. And if you missed that by a tad and you were listening to an episode, it would just basically stop playing the one you were in and, and go to this new one. Ow. That, was, that, that was annoying. So he solved this by um, something that I haven't seen on, on iOS is... You know you used to have or they have like this this option of basically swiping left or right and it reveals a bunch of icons mm-hmm. but now basically the tap um, expands right underneath the cell in a in a list basically expands sort of a toolbar um, mm. into in between the 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 item that you just clicked and the next one down and basically mm-hmm. it has a whole bunch of options in there, and one of them is play, so you can't accidentally unless you t- <laughs> tap it twice, <laughs> start mm-hmm. playing that episode, uh, unless you really want to. So, um, yeah, so uh, tiny little stuff, but very, very useful and, and nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm still, I'm still using this app. I like it a lot, especially, um, if people didn't know he has, um, or this app has the feature that you can basically share, um, a link to a very specific spot in any, any podcast episode, um, which is really cool. So if you want to share something very specific, just some one segment with somebody, you can basically move your, uh, well, go to that specific spot, click a button, and it'll give you a link that basically contains a timestamp for that section. And then it'll take you to the Overcast website and play that episode from that, uh, that website and that exact uh, spot that you wanted to share, which I think is really cool. Because that's one of the things that, has for a long time sort of been missing is the shareability of mm-hmm. podcasts instead of you know just sharing the whole thing cool so there's probably a bunch of other things but this is what i noticed and what i find noteworthy and it's it's pretty mm-hmm. neat i like nice. it. nice i like it yeah
0: yeah uh i believe his name is marco arment
1: yes thank you
0: <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome Excellent. um yeah so i think uh i mean it's not an episode of Reactive without Rockbot complaining about Uber. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they
1: just continue. I, I, anyway, go ahead.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I, I think Khalil said it perfectly well. It was like, "Hi, I'm Uber. Do you have a gun, yeah. and then shoot. You know, points it at foot, and then shoot. Like it's just <laughs> just like over and over and over again. And I." Uh, I just don't think they're going to survive this. And if they do, I'm going to be very sorely disappointed. Um, yesterday, uh, the, the CEO issued a statement that was like, um, you know, for the first time, I realized... So basically what happened was he got caught on tape screaming at a driver, uh, an Uber driver, about how things work because the, the Uber driver was complaining about um, something. Right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I'm an employee of a company, I want to tell the CEO when something is wrong. Right. Yeah. And I want to be like, hey, this is this isn't quite going the right way. I would love it if it were fixed. Um, but, you know, the the CEO instead is screaming at at this uh, this employee and uh, and gets caught on tape. And it was this <clears throat> this moment, this Feature, I guess this 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 explicit video that goes out into the world, and uh, CEO says, you know, this is unacceptable, <laughs> <laughs> and says, oh my god, and says, you know, I, I realize for the first time in my career, I am finally willing to admit that maybe I need leadership assistance and huh. training. And the entire Twitter world is like, you're 40 years old. Wow. And you're That's just amazing. figuring this out now. 40. I'm 32. <sighs> I know full well that I need leadership assistance. That's why I have a bazillion and twelve. <laughs> I'm constantly asking for help. The fact that there's one guy. Oh, my God. I just wanted to be like, it took somebody a video of you screaming at somebody before you realize you need help like what about all of the 75 other things that have happened to you and your company in the last six years like come on yeah seriously um so uh i have no sympathy yeah, no sympathy at really. all for uber not really uh i hope their investors pull out i hope that they uh, I, I i don't know i mean I'm a little jaded because I live in the Bay area and I have seen time and time again, super overprivileged dudes who get VC money and do something bad. And then like the bad stuff gets swept under the rug and then they go off and start a new company. Like Mm -hmm. this has happened over and over and over and over again. And I'm sick and tired of it. So I'm just hopeful that maybe once, just once, um, like, The world will will see it for what it is and be like, you know what? You need to stop. You're 40 years old and you've only, like, uh, a friend of mine actually went and and looked it up. And he is only, he's never worked at a company he didn't start except for once. And that was for one year. He spent the first year of his career working at a company that was acquired. So he basically just hung around, uh to get his his monies and then walked out after a year uh rumor has it maybe he was fired doesn't matter the fact is that after that he went and decided to start his own company and then that ended and then started another one and that ended and started like dude has one year of actual work experience yeah. as far as i'm concerned
1: yeah <laughs> so Isn't no wonder he, so he's, he's he is also he is the one found that founded uber right
0: yes that is him
1: yeah okay i've yes. heard i've heard like uh stories about him and more in a positive sense before mm. all of this stuff happened, I guess with, uh, you know, some of the early investors basically mm-hmm. saying that he's like extraordinarily driven, et cetera, et cetera. And that's probably part of the problem is that he's mm-hmm. like in some alternate reality <laughs> and thinks he can treat people like garbage. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I hope I hope you're right, and it does. I mean, mm-hmm. it does have consequences. I've seen, yeah. you know, I don't know how much it matters, but you know, people announcing that they canceled their corporate accounts with Uber and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, so it's happening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think there's enough alternatives, right? So this. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, no, there's definitely alternatives, and and I think I don't know, I just I just don't argh, don't like Uber. And every time I get an email from one of the recruiters, like, hey, Uber is hiring. I just want to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So anyway, so that's Ugh. just anger and do thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. What else? So we could talk about the current state of American politics uh, which is <laughs> oh goodness, um, or we could talk about uh, a really interesting topic of conversation that we had in the Slack channel Let's
1: uh, do that. uh, yesterday. That's
0: much better. Um, <laughs> which is uh, about, about giving notice uh, when you're about to leave a company, and ah, yes. um, and it's it's very different in different countries in the world, and um, I don't know, Henning, have, have you ever given notice at A company in Europe? Do you have that experience?
1: I do not. No. Okay. Um, No, not really. I I started an apprenticeship there, and that's pretty much the only work experience I have over there. Um, Mm -hmm. And there I did give notice, but it was, yeah, that was a long time ago. I have no idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, basically, what happened was uh, someone in our Slack channel was like, hey, I've given notice, and oh no. Here's what happened. Uh someone gave notice uh at their company and they were like I'm so excited. I just quit my job. I'm I'm going to going to go freelance in some X number of days. Uh, and then somebody else uh shared a tweet from um, from a, a guy at Facebook. Um oh my god, why is his name suddenly escaping me? Uh James Kyle, that's it, mm-hmm. James Kyle, uh, who has worked on Yarn and Babel, Um, and he tweeted that he just put in his two-week notice at Facebook. And someone was like, two weeks notice is a very short period of time. Uh, and in the U.S., I, I, so in the U.S., especially in California, uh, so it, it varies by state, but in, in California, um, California is considered an at-will employment state. So what that means is that you as an employee are work can work wherever you want um, and can leave uh, at-, at will, right? So you can just, you can walk in one day and like flip a desk and be like, I quit and walk out and that is right. totally fine and legal. Um, it's probably not good for your general career to do that, but you could totally <laughs> do say, that. Burning bridge
1: is not a good idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um and uh, and and so it's common courtesy, considered courtesy, to give two week notice uh, right. when you are quitting the job. So if you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna be like, here's my two week notice. I'll be leaving in two weeks. Um, so my last day will be on whatever," and uh, and then your employer can use those two weeks to get you off boarded, uh, like have you train other people, whatever, blah blah blah. I mean, you're familiar with that. Whole process, Henning. You you did that, yes, fairly recently,
1: right? I did that, and I I actually had sort of a a, an agreement, or always a good standing with that company. So I said, you know, Mm -hmm. hopefully can you can do this both ways. Um, I will give you as much notice as I can, and I think I offered to stay Mm -hmm. on for like six weeks. It ended up being four, um, Mm -hmm. and then you know, still, if they have a question or whatever, I'm not, you know have no problem helping helping them out or something if you know it's something little um but yeah um that's it. I think it always depends too. I think in Europe, I've seen it also where when someone has put in their notice, depending on who that person is and in what level that person is and how mm-hmm. like where they're going after this, like especially if it's management and higher management, they will basically mm-hmm. walk them out the door. I've seen this happen. They mm. walk them out the door and say, okay, we'll pay you for the rest of the time that we're required to, but we do not want you to come and work <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but I think right. there are, you know, legal obligations to pay for a specific amount of time. And I've mm. seen that with friends in Austria, too, where even overtime is like very, very strictly regulated. And one of my buddies, mm-hmm. he's, in, he's in software development. He's, he's off for nine months fully paid in Austria right now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah. Europeans with your reasonable vacation and uh, anyway um yeah yeah but now the, right so the thing is though that it also goes in the opposite direction right and and again in the U.S. uh if it's an at will employment state that means that your employer can also choose at any time to mm-hmm. let you go um and uh I mean there are rules right they can't just say um you know hey you're fired uh for no reason um you kind of can but it's a little bit weird um usually there needs to be a reason right if it's a performance reason they have to be able to prove that you have had bad performance um at least 30 days worth of of bad performance i think i'm not an hr professional uh, <laughs> this is just what I've understood. probably
1: from state to state, too, right? Almost I mean, it's, it's certainly, probably, yeah, yeah. Almost at certainly. least yeah, in the U.S. Yeah.
0: Um, so, from my experience, what I've, what I've seen or heard or understood, is what I understand. I could be wrong, um, and I accept that I may be wrong. Uh, putting all of the disclaimers because I'm American, I don't want to get sued. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, like so. If it, if there's a a because um, for you're getting fired cause then they have to be able to prove it. Otherwise you get an employment lawyer and be like you fired reason claiming for pay monies. Um mm-hmm. or they can they can let you go without cause. Um but maybe it's something like uh, we change the position, uh we no longer like we're downsizing or whatever. Um but I think it really freaks a bunch of Europeans out that you can get fired at any time because uh, my understanding mm. is that at least in a lot of European countries, if your employer decides to let you go, they have to give you some amount of notice, right? Like if they have to give you like, you like, Hey, in, I don't know, 7 billion weeks, uh, <laughs> cause it's <laughs> like you have so much time, uh, no, probably something more like, you know, in two months, uh, you, uh, you know, you, we're going to get rid of your position. So you have two months to like right. teach us everything, you know, and then get out. Um, mm. I don't know, I may be oversimplifying.
1: That's but. probably that's kind of how it goes down, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so And
1: then they have um, to they have to consume or, you know, get paid for all the outstanding vacation and overtime and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which I think vacation maybe applies here, but overtime if you're salaried mm-hmm. that doesn't apply. So there's nothing like that, I don't think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if States. if you have extra vacation that hasn't been consumed, they just pay you that money. Right. So um or you can be like, yeah, like if you really wanted to, you could uh tell people, "Hey, uh my last day will be in a month, but I have 3 weeks of vacation outstanding, so I'm just going to take that vacation." Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, uh you have a week. <laughs> right, exactly. <yeah. laughs> of my time. Yeah. Um Yeah. I've I've given everything from 4 weeks notice all the way down to 5 days notice. Like mm. I once walked into a job on a Monday and was like my last day is Friday. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
1: yeah. I
0: just I did well, not I think like the, the
1: implications here. of all of this are pretty interesting, right? Or or yeah, they are because if you have someone in Europe that is not performing, or you you really made a mistake in hiring this person, it's like really difficult to to deal with that, and you you're yeah. stuck with it. You know that's so that's not good for the business side. Um, mm. And and it mm-hmm. could be, you know, for, I, I at least assume for smaller businesses really really hard. Um, yeah, uh, it could cause severe problems for them.
0: Absolutely, and yeah. I think it also may depend on the size of the company and uh, and stuff like that. But I do know, I seem to think that um, if you are, um, if if you are a contractor. It's like the rules are different than if you're mm-hmm. a full-time employee. Um, and then also, if you have just started at a company, there's like a, like a, a getting Some to know you. Some kind of trial period. period. Yeah. yeah, a trial yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Um, so like within the first, like a, a friend of mine used to work in, in France. And she told me that when she first started at a company, she, because like there's almost this locked in feeling. Once you accept a job and and are done with the trial period, because then you can't like one of the benefits of the at will employment situation in the U S is that if you hate your job, you could just be like, I'm out. See you later. Mm -hmm. Um, right. Whereas in Europe, that's not quite as easy. So if it's a terrible work environment, you're kind of stuck there until your time is up. Um, and so what she did was she would go through her trial period and then like one day before the end of the trial period, she would go to her manager and be like, hi, uh, I'm still not entirely sure about this company. I would like to extend my trial period by another 90 days. <laughs> and then she would just keep doing this. And then they were like, look, it's been nine months. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like working here or not? Because we can't keep doing this. This is ridiculous. Um, so, so yeah. But I think if there's certainly an also a sense of like, you need to have a sense of confidence that you know what you're doing Mm
1: -hmm. um,
0: or accept the the sense of risk. I mean, being in startup land for me, like I've spent spent almost all of my uh, software career in startups uh, minus the first like seven. But most of my career has been in in startups. And so to me, it's, I'm perfectly comfortable with the fact that I could get fired at any second, mostly because I'm just like, I mean, I don't think I'm going to get fired. I I like check in regularly and I'm like, "How am I doing?" and they're like, "Yeah, no, you're good." And I'm like, "Excellent." All right, so I'm not going to get fired. Uh so the only other reason why I wouldn't have a job tomorrow is if the company just totally sinks overnight, also probably not going to happen, but just hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Um but I am pretty sure I can get another job pretty like I need it. You think? <laughs> I mean, you're a rock bot. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, so. like in a worst case scenario, probably 30, 45 minutes could probably get another <laughs> offer. I, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> you'll be um, fine. I think I think, be I think I'd be. I'd, yes. Uh, but 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 in reality, you know, like knowing knowing your industry and knowing what you deliver, bring to that, industry, mm-hmm. I think really help save that sense of. Uh, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I might get fired in a second. Although I have, I know plenty of people freak out constantly. Like, oh my god, I could be fired any second. Like, all right, you could yeah. spend your time freaking out about this, or <laughs> focus on doing your work, right. and then they will have no reason. Are you? But yeah. anyway,
1: yeah, it depends on the person. It also depends on the environment that they're working in. Um, mm-hmm. I think so. You know, yeah. indeed. Wow, I think we made it. We're at the end.
0: Ah, without having to talk about American politics.
1: Yay! Yeah, that's just too <laughs> depressing. We'll save that for next time.
0: Oh, goodness. <laughs> I think well, uh, yeah.
1: Khalilah had a few things on in the queue for that. So
0: I think... Yeah. Um... <gasps> yeah.
1: yeah, that's all I'm going to um, say.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did we have any newcomers to the Slack um, panel this last week? Oh, boy. Did not pay attention. Maybe not. Wait. All right. Sorry. I have to type on my keyboard in order to find out. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: You're hitting it real hard.
0: (laughs) No reason. No reason.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, in the meantime, um while you pound away at your keyboard. As always, uh, if you like the show, please tell a friend about it. Um, Leave us a review. That would be awesome if you've just joined us recently. um, We do appreciate reviews a lot. It helps other people find our little show on iTunes. And you can find out uh, how to do that um, basically by following a link in our show notes, which you can find at reactivepod.audio. And I believe this is episode 64, so that would be slash 64. And uh, do we have any newcomers?
0: um did you say hello to uh matthew setter yes last we did. week yep. okay well no no hellos for you matthew sorry <laughs> none, none for you. No, all uh, right i didn't get to say it last week because i was out last so well
1: yeah. ah excellent there you go. <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness and uh yeah um come into our slack channel hang out with us you can find me at the show at the end bottom of the show notes you probably already said this ending, i'm sorry yeah um and then, uh, but you can totally hang out with us on Twitter as well. Um, our, you can reach all of us at reactive pod, uh, or you can ping me personally at rockbot.
1: And I am at, uh, H glider on Twitter and Khalil is Khalil tweets on Twitter yes. and other yes. places. Well, no, not, not, not on other places. That's no, just Twitter handle. Just Yeah. 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 I'm Khalil rockbot does other all stuff the in things. other places.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm rock on all yeah. of the things. It's just easier that I don't have to remember. Exactly. You know, so, yeah. All right. Uh, well. Yeah, Yeah, I guess Good that's, times. That's it. Uh, next time, we'll talk about how I opened up my Pokemon app for the first time in six months.
1: Okay, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, so cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I'll talk to you Bye. next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.